Holy Hour of Power, the Terry and Jesse show. This is TGIF. Thank God I'm forgiven. You thought I was going to say, thank God it's Friday. Amen, brother. Hey, the Terry and Jesse show, TJ stands for truth and justice as well. It also stands for totally Jesus. Amen. And I'm reporting for duty. Terry, what about you? Jesse, I'm reporting to duty. It's an honor and pleasure to talk about the kingship of Christ every day here on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Today's topics, wow. Yeah, it's it kind of it's like is this microphone on? Or do we really have to talk about this? <laughs> God is trans exhibit at a Catholic church divides parishioners. Are you kidding? Enough's enough. Where where are leaders in the church to knock that out? Also, this little video about the truth behind transgenderism. This gentleman who who speaks only about thirty six seconds. It's quick, but he says a lot about what's going on, how they're coming after our kids. Also, Jesse, this is interesting. I've asked people as a test. You know what Title 42 is? No, what I've heard it a lot. Oh, we're going to get into that. And Jesse, I have to say that these topics are related. Because it ran out at midnight last night. It, it ran out at midnight. Yeah. I just had a good conversation yeah. with a friend about that. So, And also, uh, Jesse, just a quick yeah. note for I have only one thing to talk. And also, oh, I should say, we're going to have a Cardinal Manzani statement about motherhood since it's Mother's Day Ooh. Sunday. And also, I got Bishop Strickland to give us a... About a minute uh, greeting to all the mothers on VMPR. I thought that was nice to play that today. That'll be on the fourth segment. What I wanted to say, Jess, I only have one, um, what do you call it, uh, need to know know. file. And uh, this is tied into our show, Jesse. This came from Zero Hedge, a a website. Two youth commit suicide in taxpayer-funded cross-sex hormone study. What? Yeah, an additional 11 participants reported suicide thoughts during the study, according to the January article published by the New England Journal of Medicine. In a letter to Dr. Lawrence Tabak, acting director of this, 15 Democrats, I mean, 15 Republicans, oh, that's right, no, Republicans, lawmakers, questioned why the study wasn't halted after participants died or reported adverse effects. And the last thing I'll say on that, Jess, it's alarming that vulnerable young people died by suicide while participating in a taxpayer-funded study that will almost certainly inflict devastating physical harm on those participating, the lawmakers stated. And the last thing I'm going to say, good to know, file, Jess, when you paid your taxes last month, uh, in Chicago, it's on video, just YouTube it, uh, we've got illegals coming across the border and they're staying in three hundred dollar a night hotels. Things that you and I can't afford, Jess. That's can't afford. This, no. That's what our taxpayer dollar is going to. Good to know. All right. How about you, Jess? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Biden. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 A couple things I want to mention on the need to know item yeah. here is that uh, <clears throat> there's an internal memo. Yeah. That's uh, that okay's letting migrants in without processing. Wow. The head of the U.S. Border Patrol has sent out a memo authorizing the release of illegal immigrants into the U.S. without court dates if agents face overcrowding as the Biden administration scrambled to deal with a historic surge in migration at the border ahead of the end of Title 42 last night at midnight. I just also. Jesse, just jump in. I hope our government gets exposed for that because I think most people, and I mean 99% of the people, see that and say, that's just wrong. Go ahead. Yeah, I think you're right, Terry. 
Chicago residents reject migrants. Residents of Chicago's <laughs> South Shore community yeah. are protesting the city's plan to take in some 250 illegal immigrants yeah. amid the growing border crisis. Right. During a public meeting address, addressing the situation, residents shouted down officials and expressed concern about safety as well as outrage at not being consulted. The South Shore area has been overwhelmingly for Democrats, voted, over, voted overwhelmingly for Democrats in recent elections, and Chicago designates itself as a sanctuary city for illegal immigrants. Can I make Next. a comment, Jesse, before you go yep. on? I got to mm-hmm. think that the Democrats are doing this to think that <clears throat> in the long run, those people are going to say, <clears throat> thank the Democrat Party for getting us into this country. We're going to vote. We're lifelong Democrats. And I'll tell you why, Jesse, because on the issues, <clears throat> people will not support the Democratic Party's line for killing, for transgenderism. So they have to win some other way, and that is by being Santa Claus and letting everybody in and saying, now you owe us. Am I on to something, Jess, or you think I'm wrong on that? Nope, nope, I'm with you, Terry. I just want to check, because it's just pretty obvious to me. Yep. Uh, Next, admin training, how to report radicalized moms. (laughs) Guess what? The suburban pro-life moms spreading conspiracy theories (laughs) and so-called anti-government suspects were two examples used in proposed training videos on radicalization allegedly drafted by the Department of Homeland Security days after Biden took office. Wow. This according to documents obtained by America's First Legal Foundation through a Freedom of Information Act request. So in other words, pro-life moms, Terry. Yeah, they're on the list. Yeah, they're on the list under under being radicalized Americans. But if you're a Muslim and you're planning a a Muslim extremist who wants to plan an attack, they're they're okay. What about it? You're from Antifa, Black Lives Matter, that uh, destroyed 274 cities with fire, Molotov cocktails, violence, and destroyed courts and police stations and police cars. No crime there, Terry. You're not you're not an extremist. I'm going to say it again, Jesse. Anybody who voted for the Biden administration at this last election, you're getting what you paid for. There you go. I think a lot of them have buyer's regrets. Yeah. Last, finally, rise of the trans sanctuary state. While over a dozen states have enacted laws forbidding doctors to subject children to sexual surgeries, yeah. several other states have taken the exact opposite approach Good. and are becoming sanctuary what? states no, no. for practitioners of, of trans medicine yeah, like to Michigan target minors. California. Yeah, here, California, Colorado, Michigan. Illinois, Maryland, Minnesota, New Mexico, and as of this week, Vermont and Washington. Oh have passed legislation explicitly permitting transgender surgeries and other treatments on children. Maine and Oregon currently stand to become the next two states. That's Wow, that's yep. incredible. Jess, let's get some, is there any more before we get some soul food? Uh, Anything else? No, that's it. All right, brother, let's get some soul food in Speak, our soul. Speak, Lord, your servants are listening. John chapter 15, 12 yep. to 17. Oh, that's a good one. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment. Mm. Love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this. Here it is. To lay down one's life for one's friends. You want to see the perfect example? Look at a crucifix. Amen. Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. In other words, it's not just saying the sinner's prayer and that's it. You know, wham, bam, thank you. No, it's you have to follow Christ and obey his commandments. It's just not enough to say an act of contrition for Catholics or the sinner's prayer for Protestants. You must reform your life and now start obeying the gospel. He goes on to say, I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. 
uh, Islam has to get the memo because they still think they're slaves of Allah. <laughs> because a slave does not. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. Here's, it was not you who chose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain. So that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Last couple, notice the way it's Christ who chooses us first. We just respond. So nobody can go around pounding their chest and brag like Tarzan and say, oh, I chose Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm so smart. I'm so, so wise. I chose him. No, 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 no. He was knocking at your heart Amen. and you opened the door because he gave you grace to see the truth of his gospel. Also, uh, if, if, if you remain in Jesus, you're going to bear fruit. What is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Galatians chapter 5, he tells you. Love, joy, peace, you know, tenderness, yep. kindness, goodness, self-control. That's what's going to be in your life if, if you follow Christ. You, people are going to be able to see that in your life. And also, whatever you ask the Father in his name, he's going to give you. That's why we pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And uh, Jesus Christ didn't ask us or, or just like, uh, uh, you know, recommend or suggest. He says, <laughs> I command you love one another. That's, That's right. a command. Awesome. Hey, let's bring the smartest guy into the room right now. Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Full Sheen ahead. Jesse, this statement really ties into euthanasia. Because people who do not understand redemptive suffering, here's what Bishop Sheen said. Pain in itself is not unbearable. It is the failure to understand its meaning that is unbearable. Jesse, this last year of your life, you've had tremendous pain with oh, your yeah. health. Okay, Can you imagine, Jesse? I'm just going to put you right on the spot. Brother, if you didn't have your Catholic faith, <clears throat> be honest with me. How would you have handled the, the suffering that you went through? With Most you? people commit suicide. I, I got a bad case of shingles this yep, year, yep. and it turned into neuropathy. I'm still yep. dealing with some of the effects of neuropathy. Yeah. Mo- I, I say I'm about 90% healed, yeah. thanks be to God. But uh, a lot of I talked to a couple of doctors, and I was looking at some doctors on the Internet. They mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, a lot of people, when they get this nerve damage, which just check it, out, it, man. It, yeah, they, yeah, they commit suicide. There's a high rate of people, wow. a shingles and neuropathy. They say, man, I'm done with this. This is too hard. I'm done. And they check out. Yeah, without my, if, if for me, every single day, I just, my morning offering, I intentionally offer my sacrifice yep. in reparation for my sins, the sins of my family, the sins yeah. of my children. And so to me, it makes sense that God's allowing me to suffer or has allowed me to suffer about a year ago, especially acutely. Yes. It's because he needs me to do prayer and penance for my family, for my offspring, for my marriage. And so I get that. But without the theology that that the Catholic Church gives us, this wouldn't make any sense, Terry. That's why, for example, I was just reading the other day that uh, one of the high ranking members of of the Church of Satan, Michael Aquino. Yeah. Uh, he got some type of illness, toward, you know, later on towards in, in his sixties. Yeah. And what did he do? Grab the gun, put it in his mouth, and 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 blew his head off. Wow. Committed suicide. Why? Because Satan can't promise you. There's no. There's no uh, reparation. There's no redemptive suffering in Satanism. There's no eternal life with God in Christ. And so this Satanist, the highest level Satanist. Put a gun in his mouth, checked himself out because he had some type of um, illness and he couldn't cope with it. That's the world biblical view that Jess just yeah. presented his own biblical view from the Bible. Hey, when we come back, there's finally the truth behind transgenderism and it deals with your children. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. We're back, Jess. Hey, Jesse, you got a video you want to share with our audience 
regarding the truth behind transgenderism. It's short but powerful. Mr. Engineer, let's put that clip on. God bless this man. Listen to this. If, if the people who know something is wrong, if we don't start opening our mouths, they are coming for our children. Preach. They're already there. They're already coming for them in the cartoons. They're already coming for them in the miseducational, misdirectional system. They are coming for your children. Why? They can't have children. Exactly. Two dudes can't have a child. Two women can't have a child. So they're coming for yours. They have to recruit yours. And in order to recruit yours, they have to silence your voice. They have to make your voice irrelevant to your own family members. And when they make all of your descendants homosexuals, they've cut off your family tree at the root. Wow. <laughs> Why don't well, you because really? Satan is the ultimate anti-life. Exactly. Better wake up before it's too late, bro. Wow, Jesse. You know what? Short and sweet, man. <laughs> you know what, Jesse? The guy was spot on. Let's be honest. Jesse, think about the cartoons that you see that are promoting homosexuality. I get them thrown to me on my internet. And I go, what's this about? And they do it. And that's why here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio, we're putting cartoons out on the catechism of the Catholic faith. That's what we're, we're not going to be silent, Jesse. We're going to speak up just like we are now. Go to YouTube and type in My First Catechism, My yep. First Catechism on YouTube. There's a series of cartoons, Twelve Catholic cartoons. Twelve so far, and there's going to be many more. Yep. That's, just the, the be, that's just the beginning. Uh, and so, I, in fact, I showed them to my five grandkids. Well, one's a baby. <laughs> I sat down, and we watched them like three times again. And, and I said, every month when you guys come over, we're going to sit down. We're going to go through this. And they were okay. And, they were, and I said, ask me questions, or what did you learn after each one? It's two minutes. Yeah. What did you learn? Dad. Grandpa, I learned that there's three persons in God. And how old are they, Jess? Yeah, from seven all the way they, down to a baby. There you yeah. go, folks. That's how important it is. Yeah, so uh, thanks to uh, VMPR for putting out these videos, and, and they're going to be putting out many more. Yeah. Terry, uh, this is not just playing out. This trans agenda is not just playing out in the culture. No. And he said it right. He goes, they're going after our kids. Why? Because they, they can't have babies. Why? Because they're homosexuals and lesbians. They can't have babies. They want to get our children and they want to destroy them. Uh, it, it, there's an article here. It says archdiocese investigating Catholic churches. God is trans exhibit. What? And the, and the uh, lay people says, you can't put this on the altar. Good. One parishioner said enough is enough. It seems like they're trying to force the agenda on yeah. others. The, and that's exactly. So the New York archdiocese is currently investigating. Yeah. They're only investigating it because they got caught. You've got it. This is, is investigating the Catholic church in Manhattan, yeah. which had an art exhibit declaring God is transgender. <clears throat> we only learned about this exhibit through the media. We had no knowledge of it beforehand. We are investigating, says the Archdiocese of New York, and are speaking with the pastor of the parish to get more information, they said in a statement to Fox. What more do you need to know? This is the parish for the last four <laughs> decades, St. Paul the Apostle in Manhattan, that's been promoting homosexuality. Come on, stop playing games, man. Lay people are tired of this. Well, we'll investigate that, and they do nothing. <laughs> Give me a break. The exhibit, which has since been taken down, yeah, because he got caught, yeah. was entitled God is Trans, yeah. a queer spiritual journey, and was displayed next to the altar at the Church of St. Paul the Apostle in Manhattan on Sunday, according to the New York Post. Three paintings depicted the queer spiritual journey as sacrifice, identity, and communion. Our parishioner told the Post that the New York that the, that the church had gone too far in pursuing its liberal agenda. You can see pictures of these of these ugly pictures here. This uh, God is trans exhibit at the perch, uh, at the Church of Saint Paul the Apostle on 59th Street and 10th Avenue in Manhattan. 
The church should not be promoting this, said an unnamed parishioner. Uh, The unnamed parishioner says, I understand there are transgender people. I pray for all people, but enough is enough. Another parishioner said, it seems like they're trying to force the agenda on others. The person claimed that the priest would not answer questions about the display. You can't put this out on the altar and then hide, the parishioners added. That's what gets the church in trouble. And uh, again, you can't put this out on the altar and hide, a critic said about the exhibit at St. Paul the Apostle Catholic Church in Manhattan. The painting called Sacrifice and its complementary act in the film speak to the need to shed an old life and personhood in order to to be able to focus on your spiritual needs. There is no devil, just just past selves. Identity is the most important part of the exhibition. What does holiness look like? Well, what does your God look like? These are the two portrayals that can, that can be merged when you look at the picture. This liberal church declares in its mission statement yep. that it welcomes everyone and holds programs for young adults, LGBTQ Day Catholics, yeah. art, artists, returning Catholics, yeah. and seekers. Yeah, I'm sure, Terry, that the opening song to every holy mass there is... All are welcome. All baby. are welcome. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesse, just a quick note about this. This is why people are confused, and this is the reason at VMPR exists. Just two weeks ago, we just started a Baltimore Catechism number four study with Archbishop Sheen's Life is Worth Living, his convert course, a 12-week course to teach people the fundamentals of the faith. You can't fool people who know their faith. And Jess, I'm so surprised. Hundreds of people are watching it as we do this every Tuesday night from 7 p.m., and then it gets put on the Internet on fullsheenahead.org's webs, or excuse me, YouTube channel, and I'm getting people saying, "I didn't know that. I didn't know that." Just wow. knowledge of the faith is critical to fight the culture of death. Terry, I, I've even heard uh, Saint John Paul II in one oh. of his many books and writings. Yeah, he said, "There's no need for you to study the the cults yeah. or the occult." Yeah. All you need to do is study your Catholic faith so well I, yes. that then you can sniff out error when you encounter it. So you don't have to dive into to the, the, the Satanic Bible. You don't have to dive into a, a book on witchcraft and spells and curses. You don't have to del- delve yourself into the Quran. If you know your Catholic faith, if you have a biblical worldview, right. you you're going to be able, when you hear them say something like, Allah is a master, he's not a father, right away you're going to say, wrong because you're going to know the truth so well that you're going to be able to sniff out like a scotland yards detective you're going to be able to sniff out error immediately and that's why i want to encourage our listeners even though you're an adult i've gotten we got about 25 people who come on tuesday night and they they give me feedback saying i've been a lifelong catholic all my life i'm 55 years old and i'm learning things that i never knew about so i want to encourage people to tune in every tuesday on our youtube channel or listen to it at your leisure because I'm going to tell you, I didn't realize how important putting this class out. And just by the way, Jesse, the Anglican Ordinariat Parish, which I'm a member of, they're using this 12-week course to get people baptized, not in a year or two. No, 12 weeks after they take this class, you get baptized as a Catholic. Why? Because we're doing the fast track. We're giving them Catholic doctrine. Yeah, we're not going to do the balloons and banners. That's not in our program. But what is in our program is is a biblical worldview that the church has taught for 2,000 years. So join us 
each Tuesday because that that's going to change people's lives. I, I even got somebody who just called me yesterday. They said, look, I'm a, I want to become Catholic, but I went to the RCIA program. And the one I went to, all they did is had pizza and ice cream and talked about necessity, you know, just nice things. I want to know what the Catholic Church actually teaches. So she's coming Tuesday, and now she's a listener to VMPR. That's what white what white people support us, Jess. We don't make we don't mix the we don't play around. We give them the Catholic teachings, and in two hours they go through three chapters plus a Fulton Sheen program. They're going to know their faith in twelve weeks. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Terry, also also a bit of good news on, the, on on this whole transgender issue. Yes. Fifteen Republicans in the House and Senate yep. sent a letter to the National Institutes of Health, the yes. NIH. Yeah. Beware of beware of any government agency that has three letters. That's all I can tell you. What did Ronald Reagan say? <laughs> the scariest words are I'm from the government and I'm here yeah, to I'm help. Here to you. health. Yeah. Give me a break. So uh good on the Republicans. They're sending uh they sent a letter to the National Institutes of Health demanding answers about a study yeah. on experimental medical interventions for youth who claim to identify as transgender. So here's I, what happened. Yeah, yeah, tell us. Two of the study participants committed suicide. Yep. 11 experienced suicidal ideation. That means they want to kill themselves. Right. And the drugs participants took will likely sterilize them, the Republicans uh, later noted. Yeah. They said it is sickening that the federal government is preying on young people and using our taxpayer dollars to advance its radical gender ideology. Yep. Representative Josh Brecham, Republican from Oklahoma, told the Daily Signal in a, in a statement on the letter exclusively provided to the press. He said, we are rightfully demanding answers from NIH and are committed to holding the, those responsible accountable for this tragic for loss you. of life. Horrible. Also, Dr. Diane Chen at the Lurie Children's Hospital, led the study, which the New England Journal of Medicine published in January. The study analyzed 315 participants identified as transgender and non-binary yep. between the ages of 12 and 20 over the course of two years. These participants, participants received gender-affirming hormones. That is, hormones to, make, hormones to make their male or female bodies resemble bodies of the opposite sex. Also, Dr. Chen said during the study period, appearance, congruence, positive effect, and life satisfaction increase and depression and anxiety symptoms decreased. Chen's article in the study claims 11 participants experienced, once again, suicidal ideation and two committed suicide. Yep. In the letter, the Republicans are expressing grave concerns to the NIH about the study, noting that the two, that 240 of the 315 participants were minors. As the young Republican, as eight. Go ahead. It's horrible, the Jess. The Republicans cite a report from the medical organization Do No Harm, which found the study, quote, fatally flawed and borderline unscientific. Terry? Yeah. Jesse, $10.6 million was being spent on this experiment on our children and adolescents through 2026. Jess, this is where our tax dollars are going. If we can't get people upset about this, then this microphone isn't on. This is the kind of baloney that's going on. And we're talking about children's lives. But you know, if you think about it, Jesse, this is the same government that will kill a baby inside a womb. So why can't we kill them outside? No big deal. Yeah, does that surprise? Exactly. Good point. You know, our culture in our country, it's become so secular and godless yes. that I'm supposed to, you know, 
uh, say that Bruce Jenner is a female. No. I'm not. And I'm supposed to say that Dr. Rachel Levine is a female. No. I'm not. Uh, it, it reminds me of the prophet Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20. Oh, he good. says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, yes. who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrine and shrewd in their own sight. That describes, Terry, uh, exactly. our, our godless country today. Yes. yes. Because the fact is, we're in, we are in, in a battle between truth and oh, lies. Yeah. Right and wrong, order and disorder, right. virtue and vice, good and evil. Yep. And remember, truth comes from God. He's the source of all truth. Lies comes from Satan, who's the father of lies. The transgender movement is satanic. Jesse, why don't you really tell me what you think? Because I actually agree wholeheartedly. That's why people support us here at VMPR. I, you know, I know there's a $3 million fundraiser for another Catholic radio station. We're not asking for $3 million, but if you'd like to be a monthly supporter, $25 a month, we get you hundreds of dollars worth of downloads for free. Give us a call, 877-526-2150, or go online and be a monthly donor. VMPR.org. Your dollar goes very far here. God bless you. We'll be right back. We're back, Jess. God bless you. You got it. Yep. Uh, Terry and Jesse show. Yep. Uh, remember, it's, it's it's good to have scripture on your lips. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, especially in times, because you could just focus on the negative. Yes. You know, I think every Catholic here, just uh, John 8, 32, just memorize that. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I memorize just re- that. Just that's repeat that over and over. over. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's really, that's the flagship verse for the Terry and Jesse show. So. What is Title 42 and what happened last night at 12 midnight when it expired? Title 42 was originally instituted to help stop the spread of COVID-19 over the southern U.S. border. As those concerns diminished, however, the order continued to allow authorities to send illegal migrants at the border back into Mexico. This was signed by Donald Trump, thanks to Donald Trump and his common sense legislation. So how did a COVID-era regulation turn into a key method to curtail the growing crisis at the border? And what does it mean for the border when the Biden administration ends the COVID public health emergency nationally nationally last night at 12 midnight? Title 42 has never been applied to all migrants attempting to cross into the U.S. In fact, it has only been applied in about one-third of migrant cases processed at the border. According to, to Simon Hawkins, Hankinson, Senior Research Fellow at the Border Security and Immigration Center in fiscal year 2021, DHC expelled more than a million migrants <laughs> under Title 42. Wow. In the fiscal year 2022, they bounced, again, more than, a, more than a million people, almost 1.2 million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since last year, October, 444,146 people 90% of them single adults from Mexico and Central America have been expelled, or as the young people say, bounced under Title 42. Border agents told the New York Times that using Title 42 to expel a migrant takes about 10 minutes. Other existing border policies, by contrast, take over an hour per person, wow. leading to terrible overcrowding. So if a station must process 100, 100 migrants, Title 42 cuts that, that time down from almost five days to just under 17 hours. Wow. 
So what's next? The scheduled demise of Title 42 is merely the final blow to the measure. The Biden administration has been diminishing its effectiveness for over two years by making exceptions. Today, for example, the measure cannot be applied to family groups or to anyone originating from Venezuela, Cuba, or Nicaragua. Where's that in the the original document? It wasn't. Go ahead. The Biden administration has been gearing up for a surge of migrants when Title 42 ex- expired last night, you know, expired last night. And last week, the Biden administration announced that it was sending 1,500 National Guard troops to bolster the 2,500 already present at checkpoints along the Texas border. Yeah, you know what they're there for, Terry? Yeah. They're not to arrest them and send them back. They're there to facilitate their entry into the U.S. A- and they're there... In case any Minutemen, any Patriots go over there with horses and say you can't cross, the National Guard is going to arrest you. And That's Jesse, what they're there for. And Jesse, just a quick note. I saw this on the news. When, when President Biden was asked about Title 42 and what's going to take place, his answer was so reassuring. You know what he said? Well, there's going to be some chaos for a while, but we'll, we'll get a handle of it on it. What? That, yeah. Is that our leader? That, that, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's a leader right that's there. That's pitiful. Yeah, well, that's not our present leader. Yeah. So according to the New York Times, the federal government is predicting a surge of about 7,000 migrants per day to 13,000 per day. Almost double. However, put the numbers but put the numbers higher, border cities could anticipate a surge from 9,000 daily to 18,000 daily. Terry, that talks about the state of those countries. Can you imagine? Yeah, there's chaos there. Yeah, if, if people want to leave those countries... That bad, huh? with, ...with those numbers that bad... Can you imagine how bad it is living there? I mean, uh, if you if you told Americans, especially under, under the Trump administration, okay, you guys are all free to leave to any country, and if you if you think you could make you can have a better life, guess what, Terry? Nobody would leave. Of course not. Was, Nobody. Yeah. But people are literally dying and swimming and you know hiding in trunks of cars and in engines of cars to Whatever get over here yep. because those countries must be hell holes. They must, I'm telling you, they must be hellholes for people to do any, leave their house, leave their property, leave, leave everything, uh, you know. Uh, risk dying be, also, I might. Risk add. dying and come over here by a, 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 a coyote who's, uh, yep. you know, works for the cartel, who's going to sodomize you yep. if you're a man and if yep. you're a boy, and he's going to rape you if you're a mom or you're a girl. That, that's just part of the payment. That's yeah. why there's like tens of thousands of underwear and bras on the Arizona border, on the Texas border, on the California border, that's part of the payment of these satanic cart- Mexican cartels. Not only is it $3,000 a pop, take your clothes off, I'm going to rape you. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So uh, processing that took minutes will now take hours, leading to much longer stays in holding facilities for those who make it across the border. Those who continue waiting to cross, including family groups with women and children, will be left for days in long lines exposed to the dark desert elements or in dangerous Mexican border cities where they will more easily fall prey to violent cartels. Yeah, they're going to be, yeah, they get past. There's one little girl, one little Mexican girl was about like nine years old. They took her to the hospital because she was so abused from being passed around by so many men. The doctor, a nine-year-old girl, Terry, a doctor found 64 different sperm samples in her, you know what? That's sick. 64 different men had a nine-year-old girl in the desert. Sick. Yeah. And this is, what the, is Bi- this is what the Biden administration, is, This they know this is happening and they're allowing this to happen. 
the Biden administration's philosophy to date has, has been that almost every person crossing the border has the right to enter the country and make an asylum claim, not, not according to the catechism. Again, Biden hasn't read anything of the catechism, obviously. No. He goes to Matt, Why should he? Every Sunday receives in Holy Communion and mortal he sin. It, he thinks. Hey, Biden, read paragraph 2241 yeah. of the catechism and Mallorca. 2241 of the catechism, it'll tell you how to regulate immigration and the borders. So other than the third of migrants from Mexico expelled under Title 42, the going, the going directive is a catch and release, arrest, arrested immigrants after scheduling an asylum hearing and admonishing them to make sure they show. Yeah, right. They never will. Show. And Jesse, you know what really blows me away? This is what really blows me. There is a black, a backlog of 1.5 million asylum, asylum cases in the immigration system with thousands more added monthly. And this is what, check this out. Some migrants released today, right now, won't get their first appointment for removal for a removal hearing until 2033. Is the system broken? You bet it is. It's a joke. It's a joke. They're not serious. No. Even prior to Title 42's expiration, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection data, the monthly average of inadmissible alien encounters at the border has surged by 20, 258%. What? Many of the migrants have been mass paroled under the asylum system. The, out of the Biden, Biden administration. Go ahead. Has been unable to stay in contact with many of those released into the country, including over 85,000 unaccompanied migrant children. Where do you think they're going to end up, Terry? Well, what do you think they're going to vote for when they become... This, this is... This is a payback time. They're going to say, look, the Democratic Party got you into this country. Now we own you. Terry, thousands of migrants, you could watch this on, on social media, you yeah. could watch this on YouTube. Thousands of illegal immigrants are, that are marching over here have T-shirts that say, thank you, Bre President Biden, yeah. for letting us in. They have T-shirts, thousands that. and thousands of them. I get it. And they're wearing them. Well, can I put myself in their shoes, Jesse? Can I just be honest? If I was living in a country that was so bad and the president of the United States said, come on over, the water's fine, I would wear that T-shirt. You know why, Jesse? I'm 10 or 12 years old and I'm saying I'm going to have a better life. I'm going to have three meals. I've got yeah. they're going to give they're going to give me all these uh, education. They're going to take care of my medical needs. Sign free, me up. Free, free, free. Yeah, everything's free. Yep. Yeah, uh, and again, uh, the President Trump called quite accurately many of these countries in Latin America, south of the border. He called them poop holes. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? I do. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're, they're not. Are you kidding? What, then why are people leaving to the tune of thousands every day to this country if those places aren't poop holes? What? Yeah. No, that's a good point. So the Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, has resisted criticisms of the Biden administration's preparations for the upcoming surge in migrants. He blamed the surge on smugglers and disinformation about the situation at the U.S.-Mexico border. I'm sorry, that's brutal. <laughs> he said, we do expect that encounters at our southern border, he speaks out of both sides of his mouth, will increase as smugglers are seeking to take advantage of this change and already are, at, are hard at work spreading disinformation that the border will be open after that. High encounters will place a strain on our entire system including our dedicated and heroic workforce and our communities. Now, here's what Mallorca said. And by the way, anytime a woke Democrat says the words, let me be clear, they're about to lie. 
so as, <laughs> as soon as they say anything, he relax. Obama line. As soon as Biden, Harris, Obama, uh, you know, yeah. Obama, Harris, uh, Biden, Mallorca, when they when they preface their statement by, let me be clear, guys, gals, <laughs> family, they're about to lie to you. Here's Mallorca's. Let me be clear. Our border is not open and will not be open after May 11th. It's funny. As we got video of thousands of people swimming across, thousands of people walking across, thousands of people driving across. Mallorca's is Terry. He's like Baghdad Bob. You remember Baghdad Bob? That's what he he reminds me of. During the Iraq war, Baghdad Bob was the the minister of, uh, you know, the the, the minister of... uh, uh, he was he was a journalist and, and a newscaster. He was yeah. an Iraqi reporter, right. and and the, the world were call, was called him Baghdad Bob because he was a pathological liar. He, it was comical. He would say things in his daily briefings like such like he he say the infidels are committing suicide by the hundreds on the gates of Baghdad, or he'd say or we're driving the infidels out of Baghdad. We're defeating them, and right behind them you'd see American tanks driving by. Soldiers waving with the American flag, pulling down uh, statues of Saddam Hussein, giant statues with chains and American tanks. And Baghdad Bob is right in front of these tanks yeah. as America's taking over Baghdad. And he's saying, the Americans are killing themselves. They're committing suicide. We're driving them out. Mallorca is another Baghdad Bob. Wow. And one more quick quote. The House Judiciary Republicans exposed the Biden border crisis in Yuma. Go ahead and Google that one. I don't have time to read it, but it's a, it's it's damning the Biden administration for opening up the border. Stay with us, family. Now we're going to shift gears to Mother's Day, how important mothers are. we got Bishop Strickland coming on. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Jess and myself want to wish all the mothers a happy Mother's Day this Sunday. And we know that the role of mother is essential in every way. It's a life-giving and requires tremendous amounts of sacrifice and selfless love. To create and nurture a child is the most important job on earth. And this is, I want to read to you what Cardinal, the venerable Joseph Cardinal Menzenti has to say. For those who don't know who he is, 1956, he was put in prison because of his Catholic faith by the communists. Here's what he said about mothers. The most important person on earth is a mother. She cannot claim the honor of having built Notre Dame Cathedral. She need not. She has built something more magnificent than any cathedral, a dwelling for an immortal soul, the tiny perfection of her baby's body. The angels have not been blessed with such a grace. They cannot share in God's creative miracle to bring new saints to heaven. Only a human mother can. Mothers are closer to God, the creator, than any other creature. Think about that. God joins the forces with mothers in performing this act of creation. What on God's earth is more glorious than this, to be a mother? Now, Jess, for mothers whose service often goes unnoticed and unappreciated, these words are powerful. Your role is glorious, Mom. It is magnificent. It's vital. And it is your path to heaven. That's what I want a mom to know, that they're changing the world one diaper at a time. So today we honor and celebrate women in our life who have been mothers for us, either in the physical or spiritual sense of the word. Our moms birthed mothers, a 
adoptive or foster moms, grandmothers, grandmothers, excuse me, godmothers, grandmothers, or any other woman who has shown us maternal care and love. We also pray for women who have lost a child or for who long for a child. And of course, we cannot forget to honor our blessed mother in heaven. Thanks again, moms, for your love, your patience, your strength, your encouragement, affection, virtue, and selflessness. May God grant you strength and grace needed to carry out your vocation each day. And just let's say it, may you may your reward in heaven be great for the sacrifices you give to your children. Amen. Terry, uh tell me, Jess. Mother's Day, most people don't realize tell that us. it that it actually comes from Catholic tradition. I love it. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's yeah. bring that okay. up. Go for it. it you know, uh, because it's really only in Catholicism I mean, there's a little bit of that, a little bit in Lutheranism, yeah. a little bit in Anglicanism, mm-hmm. where, where where they they'll make a special shrine in their home to uh, uh, to Our Lady. Mm-hmm. But that's basically a Catholic tradition, making a shrine in your home devoted to the Blessed Virgin Mary. So 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 this whole Mother's Day. Let me show you how it evolves. Because we've been honoring Mary. I mean, we could actually say since the Council of Ephesus in four fourth century. Uh, where where she was proclaimed Theotokos, the God-bearer. And so, a- according to Catholic tradition, May is the month that's dedicated to the Virgin Mary, the mother of Jesus, the mother of God. And the idea, it specifically goes back to the, it could be traced back to the Baroque times in the Middle Ages. Wow. Now, in some countries, the date adopted is once is is one significant to the majority religion if it's a catholic country uh obviously catholics in europe in the middle ages very early on started embracing this honoring mary in the month of Di- of may and so this whole honoring mothers now in the us yeah. this is influenced not by protestantism no it's influenced by catholic tradition because we 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 uh honor mary in the month of may and so it just spilled over. That's Mother's cool. Day became a national holiday in the U.S. on the second Sunday of May since 1914. That was because of the influence of Catholics. Yep. And, and Catholics have been celebrating a sort of Mother's Day since the first few centuries of the church. In fact, the first Sunday of Lent, or the fourth Sunday, excuse me, the fourth Sunday of Lent is called Latare Sunday. Yep which was traditionally a time to return to your mother church wow. and leave an offering. That's what it, Latari Sunday. Go to your, return to your mother church, your home parish, and leave an offering. Also, there's a tradition known as Mothering Sunday. Mothering Sunday, it, it, it naturally evolved into honoring your mother as well. And it's also, it's the devotion to Mary, really, the mother of God and our spiritual mother in the month of May that gave depth and meaning to the to the American holiday of of Mother's Day for Catholics because for Catholics this goes far beyond just giving flowers or candies on Mother's Day to your mom. Yeah. This is something we honor our spiritual mom. Amen. And, and so I'll give you a Catholic I'll give you the Catholic theology for Mother's Day. Here it is. The Blessed Virgin Mary gave birth to the Son of God. So she's the Theotokos, the God-bearer. She was the first tabernacle she's the new ark of the covenant that housed god incarnate now women are like mary how 
women are also special because they can bear human life like Mary did. So women, because they can bear human life, they're holy and set apart by God for this special vocation. Yeah, Democrats know men can't have babies, okay? I know you guys think they do. (laughs) They can't. So a woman is like a golden tabernacle. The husband is the priest. Yep. Just like only the priest can open the tabernacle in the church, only the husband can open the tabernacle of his wife. Because in the Bible, everything that is holy is covered with a veil in sacred scripture. This is why a woman should dress modestly and cover her head with a veil at Holy Mass. Why? Because she's holy. She's a life-giving vessel Mm. ordained as such by God like Mary. And being a mother is so unique and so special that St. Paul told Timothy in chapter 2, verse 15, he says, quote, Yet women will be saved through bearing children if she continues in faith and love and holiness with modesty, close quote. So here's a challenge to men on Mother's Day. Yeah. If we men say that we love our children, then prove it. Then you've got to love their mother. Yeah. And, and women, likewise, if women say that they love their children, then guess what, mom? You got to love, love their father. Right. Because if families are to survive in America, yeah. then we should know what this word means. It's a tremendous responsibility that the Lord has entrusted to us. And that word is family. Family. F-A-M-I-L-Y. Forget about me. I love you. Well said, Jesse. I want to bring Bishop Joseph Strickland for a little greeting for our mothers. And then, actually, I have my faithful bride, the Bible with the Barbers, coming up. I'll see if she can say a few words about motherhood. Let's bring in Bishop Joseph Strickland, who does a weekly show here on the Virgin Most Powerful Radio Network on Tuesdays. Play that clip. No one can replace a mother, no matter what technology, no matter what (laughs) things they want to do, how they want to try to reshape humanity. We all have a mother and we need a mother as well as we need a father, as God planned it. And so I applaud the women that are called mothers. I mean, you know, the the sad thing is with all the controversies and this crazy world that we're in, I just read something, uh, oh, they're birthing persons and not, <laughs> not to call them mothers. We need to just say no. Exactly. Celebrate mothers even more mm-hmm. and say and push back on any idea that mothers should be less than honored and celebrated and supported for the godly vocation that they've been given. Young women need to recognize that when they become a mother, they take on a role that only comes from God. And that needs to be supported and encouraged. And young women that aren't mothers yet need to be encouraged to really recognize what a joyful and important call from God that is to nurture the life of a child in their womb and then give birth to that child and nurture that child until they're an adult and can, with a new generation, continue uh, the human story. Wow, thank you, Bishop Strickland. Folks, you're just listening to the Bishop Strickland Hour. We have it on every week, and I would like you to consider that. 
watching that every Tuesday. It's a bishop who speaks the truth about the gospel. Yeah, Mary Danielle, uh, happy Mother's Day, or a couple days early. We just read Cardinal Menzeni's comment about the most important person on earth. Do you have any thoughts before we ask you about your show coming up? Mothers, I mean, what, what you know, the, the greatest woman in the world, our Blessed Mother Mary, and I. it's funny because someone was calling us yesterday and asking us about, well, why is it that the rosary oh, yeah. is so right. effective? And, and he actually led me to discover something. I was talking to him, I said, well, you know, it's interesting. When the devil tempted, Adam was with Eve. He didn't tempt Adam. Right. He goes after Eve. Exactly. The, dad, the, the devil figured Eve is the weaker. I can get her. And so he thought that through a woman... I'm going to go ahead and take down all of God's plan. Mm -hmm. Well, wasn't God wonderful? Because what did he do? What did he say to the devil? I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And he raised up a woman that the devil couldn't touch. (laughs) His very own mother. He Mm. made his mother and the devil couldn't get near her. And so when we take her hand and follow her, she protects us. She puts her mantle around us and she hides us from our enemy. And that's what mothers do in a family. Yeah. They try to protect their children. And there are women, heroic women, who have done incredible things to protect their children that will never be heard of on this earth. But in eternity, they'll be known and because they were faithful mothers who loved their children and tried to bring them up in the Lord. And that's what we want to do. The most important thing is that we know where we came from, and where we're going. And that's what mothers want to pass on to their children. Amen. Mary, you've got the show coming up in two minutes. Give us a teaser why we want people who are listening to get our app at uh, the vmpr.org to listen to today's show, The Bible with the Barbers. Well, you want to listen to this show because we're going to be talking about a continuation of last week's show where we talked about loneliness and isolation and asking where we were. Well, if we're somewhere lost, how are we going to get back? So we want to talk about how to get back. How do we make sure that we're in touch with God every day and that we are on the right path? Wow. Jess Romero, what state should we be living in, brother? Last time I checked, we need to live in a state of sanctifying grace. Don't live in a state of mortal sin. And remember, the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that rules the world. Well, guess what hand rocked the cradle of Christ the King? (laughs) The Blessed Virgin Mary. So our our Lord, the King, and our late Queen Mother, they rule the world. Well said. And remind I want to remind you, Our Lady, that Fatima said, souls are going to hell because no one is there to make prayer and sacrifices. This is Friday. What a great day to make a sacrifice. Offer it to Jesus through Mary and affect the salvation of souls. You can participate in the salvific work of Jesus Christ so that every action becomes like a blank check. If you give it to Jesus, it has infinite value. Stay with us. We're going to have the Bible with the Barbers right after a quick break here on VMPR. The way to listen to it, if it's not on your AM station, download our free app at vmpr.org and listen to it anywhere in the world. May God richly bless you and your family.